0: I think ACORN stands up for ordinary people who can easily be steamrolled by a system that just sees people as numbers, not somebody who's going to lose a house, to be evicted, who will be on the street, who has children who are frightened because they're going to lose the place where they're living, because policy Mm. doesn't always see people as individual people, and I think ACORN sees people as individuals and stands up for those individuals you're not just a number. Communities need somebody who's on their side. That's yeah. what the difference I think acorn can make and why it's important in this country.
1: The acorn it is give power or group of people. Mm-hmm. For example, immigrants can speak out again. So like I am a minority group and now my voice can be heard to radio all over the world. Yeah. So I can encourage anyone immigrant, to be honest with you, can training with uh, acorn. And then the acorn can stand up mm. for those, those injustice we are living on. Everyone has their weaknesses and their strengths. We need to learn from each other.
2: You're listening to Acorn Radio. That's Adrian and Evelyn, who along with M, report to us from Acorn Lockleys today. That's a local group within Acorn Bristol in England. And they've been working hard to make their streets safer. You'll be hearing some distinctive British isle in this episode, like council estate. That's a type of public or social housing and zebra crossings. That's a crosswalk, not a crossing for zebras. If you haven't subscribed yet or left us a review on wherever you get your podcast from, get on it. It helps us get the word out to more people. And as of today, you can become a paid subscriber to Acorn Radio. That'll support Acorn International and our work for the low, low price of $2.99 a month in U.S. dollars. That'll get you a subscriber-only episodes. And now, here's M.
3: Wherever in the world you're listening from. I'm Em, I'm a field organizer in Bristol. So Bristol is quite a big city in the UK. It's known for its street art, its music scene, its impressive suspension bridge, and its terrible public transport. <laughs> uh, so today I'm here with some of our members from Lockleys. It's a residential area in North Bristol, which developed after the Second World War. It's an old council estate, but now lots of the area is privately owned. And it's got a lot of green spaces surrounding it, which are popular with dog walkers, like Adrian here. (laughs) So I'm here with Adrian, Secretary of Acorn Lockleys, and Evelyn, who is our Membership Officer. So, hi Adrian. Why did you join Acorn?
0: We've lived here for 22 years or so. We had a knock on our door from somebody from Acorn, and I felt that somebody was interested in our community that somebody wanted to do something about it to help us as a community, to make things a bit better. Normally, we only ever see people when there's an election coming up. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're very popular. The rest of the time, Lockleys is an area that has things done to it, but nobody consults with Lockleys residents as to what is to be done. And it makes you feel a bit powerless. And yeah. I think this, somebody knocking sort of saying to us, what do you think of where you live? What do you think the problems are? Actually, yeah, you feel that actually we're not totally stranded with nobody having any interest in our community at all.
1: Hi, everyone. I am Evelyn Nekumwami. I am original from Burundi, but I'm living in local East in England, Bristol. So I am joining in Econ. I have been with Econ for only six months. It's an organization which is bringing everyone together without uh, any discrimination. People are able to speak out. They are not looking what is the religion, the ground, color, ability. So it's uh, my personality to be with people, make sure the people are living safe and peacefully for everyone without any discrimination. So I'm so glad to be with you, with you, members of Econ.
3: Lots of our listeners will be in the USA, Uganda, other parts of the world. What's life like here for ordinary people?
0: I think life here is probably the same as a lot of countries in that there are wealthy and poor people. My wife comes from Poland and... When we first got married, everybody was saying, oh, you're moving to England. You will be rich, rich, rich. You will live in a mansion. You'll have a moat. You'll (laughs) be really well off. And yes, some people are really well off, but there are a lot of people who just get by. And that's increasingly what we've been seeing recently is people who have been able to survive and have been able to live comfortably are now really struggling to pay for things that they shouldn't have to struggle with, like clothing their children and buying basic necessities like food and heating mm. and things like that. And housing is just, you know, completely rocketed out of people's reach. You just think there's something has become unbalanced in this country somewhere.
1: The ordinary people, they have been struggles in life. And then there is uh, some stuck for them, uh, barriers. They are not able to move on. And then the generation can stay in the cycle Mm -hmm. because it is the same hard situation. For example, ordinary people, they have children at an early age because they are not, they don't have enough opportunity to carry on their education. When they are going to work. Without a qualification, they have had a job and then they saved the minimum wage. So, and then they decided to stay home. Which one they are living in in negativity life because they are not able to pay, to afford to pay rent, to pay uh, bills. And then those, they are children and they are not able to do like others, uh, some activities what others' children does. And then some people, as well, they take advantage on them. They're pushing them down instead of lifting them up. They put they, yes, there is a financial government helping, like those they call the student loan, but mm-hmm. it's quite high. Yeah. Because by the time they're paying back. Yeah, so people can get into debt quite easily. E- easily. They so yeah. they are never finishing. That's why they, they stay in a cycle in the generation and another generation. So we yeah. need to be t- together to think because when there is your neighbor, they are not mm-hmm. living in the proper way. You two affect you. So yeah. that's why now over the walls are the same, are the wall everywhere because the people are living in a negativity way.
2: These problems Adrian and Evelyn are laying out, they seem so large, so much bigger than anything we're supposed to have a way to tackle systems, governments. But we think we can change systems and governments in ACORN. We just have to build the capacity to do that over time. We do that by making changes on a smaller scale. When an ACORN group first starts, it takes time to find the right issue to build the first campaign around. That issue has to be widely felt so you can get numbers behind you. It has to be deeply felt so people will be motivated to take action on it. And it's got to be winnable given the current strength you have. Freddie, great organizer in London, summed all this up talking to other organizers about the ACORN approach. For subscribers, we're going to have stuff that goes way more in depth on all of this. Here's Freddie.
4: For a lot of people, ACORN will be their first impression of organizing. It will be the first time they've done stuff collectively. So it's important that that's done well. For example, we've won a campaign to cut bus prices. At £2 in Manchester, we did that using like creative direct actions. I think in Liverpool there was an action where they made a big cardboard bus and they drove it to the council, that kind of thing. We had the power to make that change. If we'd campaigned to make all buses free, we would still be running that campaign. We'd be running that campaign for the next 10 years and we would burn out a bunch of people trying to win that demand because we don't yet have the power to make that change. So if we can be realistic in our aims and solid in our strategy, we can win. And uh, by carefully sticking to timelines, measuring success of smaller targets like membership growth and press appearances along the way, and being really flexible and willing to adapt our tactics when new information comes to light as well, that all means we can win. And if we can win, we can grow our membership numbers and train up new leaders. And with each campaign, we can ensure that the next campaign we take on is even bigger. So, I guess the, the overarching point I'll finish on is that while public toilets, and better transport, cleaner streets and cheaper swimming pools won't fundamentally change the fabric of society. We're using those struggles to teach people about the power of collective action. We're building a team and a union that has the skills and the power to make massive change and transform power relations in this country forever. In Lockley's
2: organizers and community members talked over the issues they were facing and ultimately the unsafe streets kept coming up. So they put together a campaign they called Speed Free Lockleys.
0: It came from Esme, who was a field coordinator at the time, knocking on our door, really, and just chatting about Lockleys and discussing how you know, people don't really know each other very well, what are the problems, you know, there's... and speeding was one that was raised. Lockleys being a, I think they started building here in 1946, so the roads are quite wide and quite open. We'll see you have good visibility, long lines of sight. So it's very easy to speed here. If it was a modern estate, there'd be tight, twisty little roads which would naturally slow you down. And yeah, fine, you can say you can see, but if a child steps out of a car in front of you, it doesn't matter how long you can see, you will hit them.
1: Those people who have learning disability, it's very hard them to cross the road because those speeds... You see all the people when they are doing shopping. It's very hard that them. They can stand up like twenty minutes, ten yeah. minutes to cross the road, because those are speeds.
0: I have to cross a busy road to walk my dog and sometimes you can be waiting for five minutes and nobody wants to stop to let you go and once or twice we've had people sort of speeding up when they've seen us crossing and you have to run across the road or you think they're gonna run you over.
3: I think when it started as well there was quite a lot of car crashes. That has obviously made people quite worried. Yeah about and it still or still yeah. happens. There's been yeah.
0: two at least in the last half of last year, in the last six yeah. months. I suppose a event that happened was looking out our window one day opposite us there's a it's like a, almost like a little sort of an entrance to somebody's front door that's got hedges and it's quite hard to see yeah. and I know they got a little child and little children being what they do they run off sometimes trying to escape the parents going to school and it was about school time and the van driver came down the road There was another car coming up, but he couldn't be bothered to stop. He put two wheels, not just on the pavement, but on the actual verge beside the pavement, so he was probably like a foot away from the tunnel at the end of their entrance. And he had in his hand, one hand he had a mobile phone, and in the other hand he had a sandwich. And you just think, if the child had run out in front of him, he wouldn't have stood a chance of stopping, the child wouldn't have stood a chance, and you just think, it's not acceptable to have mm. so little consideration for people who live in this area like that. And for the van driver, I would really believe that if he'd hurt that child or even worse, it would have stayed with him for the rest of his life. You don't really recover from doing something like that. if Yeah. You know what? It's a tragedy. And I think, yeah, just for trying to get yeah. somewhere five seconds earlier or something. It's,
3: it's quite avoidable it. if you have like a speed
0: restrictions. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: And the people can take a CS as well. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. That's and um, we are calling for actually speed enforcement measures to make people aware and to Slow down and drive considerately with others. You know, yeah,
3: mm. make yeah. people aware that it's a community, not just a place to drive through. Mm. So that would be things like a zebra crossing or speed bumps or restrictions. Yeah, yeah, or even like more signs or more camera yeah, or sign the camera. Yeah. So who's the target of our campaign? And so who's the who's the person that we're trying to put put that
0: pressure on? I, I was thinking about this earlier, and actually, I thought actually the the in some ways, the target of our campaign is okay. actually speeding drivers.
3: But
1: no, to be honest with you, the target is, is for everyone who yeah. wants yeah. to live
3: in a safe place. Yeah. yeah. Well, who's the decision maker? Who, like, who is who it? the
1: local government to Yeah, us yeah, well. yeah. Those yeah. governments need to be monitoring more. Mm. You know, we can yeah, us, they've been. So our job, we need to keep pushing more pressure, not just pressure, just more pressure on them especially yeah. this local government, for example, councillors and police. Yeah,
3: the, police. the target has been like more local government, the local police, because we know that that must be like the first step is always to make sure, because there's whole roads, really long roads with nothing, you know, <laughs> no proper signs or cameras. Yeah. We've done different actions to put pressure on different targets. So what was like the first action that you were a part of as part of the Speed Free Lockleys campaign?
0: Uh, that was an event we held up in Gainsborough Square where we had, yeah, we had some music and invited some children along. And we had the local PCSOs, police community support officers, along to give a talk. And mm-hmm. two local councillors were there as well, yeah. actually. They weren't particularly our target at the time, but they did make a commitment that they would support the work we're doing to try and make Lockleys a safer place for people. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the first one.
3: Tell them about the um, the Valentine cards. And
0: oh, yes. Yes, we couldn't get our local cabinet minister for transport to speak to us. And <laughs> we, we wanted to find out his birthday so we could send him like 20 or 30 birthday cards saying oh, happy birthday, Don. By the way, we're still here. Please speak to us. Yeah, <laughs> But we couldn't find out his birthday. So somebody said, oh, what about Valentine's Day? So we sent him a whole big pack of Valentine's Day cards. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he still didn't speak to us. Yeah. <laughs> so then we came up with an idea that I phoned him up to try and establish some contact with him. And he sort of said, well, I've got no money. I can't, There's no point me speaking to you. I can do nothing. What he didn't realise was a couple of days later, another ACORN member phoned him up and he's sort all of said, oh, I've already spoken to Adrian. And I think Hannah said, yeah, and now you're speaking to me. And I think he got the message that he'll be speaking to a different ACORN member pretty well every day until he actually agreed to come and speak to us.
3: Yeah. So catching him off guard a bit. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. We did get them to the table.
3: Yeah, I think this is quite common sort of a pattern in the UK at the moment. So a lot of the lot of funding for these kind of things to make community better or public services has been quite restricted in the last 15 years by um, the national government. So often when you're in a a city, you're having to sort of fight for, for even a little bit of funding to go on like a zebra crossing or something like that so it can be quite even it's, it seems quite simple but it can be quite tricky to find okay. to yeah to, to get
0: that. We had an action on Gainsborough Square which is a sort of local community hub and there's a road goes around it and we actually put down a temporary zebra crossing in chalk mm-hmm. and actually people would stop and let people cross so it's not all bad driving, some of it is just not enough consideration being yeah, given
1: yeah, yeah, yeah to try too.
0: and sort of encourage people to be considerate of a, another and to...
3: people. Part of the issue here in the UK is that we've got a lot of things like the councils can be very bureaucratic and very difficult to work out who's got responsibility over which. Area, so that's been something we found a bit tricky with the campaign. We sort of changed to put more pressure on local councillors as well because there was a bit more that they could do. I mean, which what actions did we do with both of you came to an action we did with local councillors, didn't you? So, yeah, what maybe tell us about what we did for that action?
1: Yes, the action we told them about the experience we had, we have, I cannot say we had because we still have going yeah, to have, yeah. So, yeah the job I'm doing, yeah. Support so- workers, those people who have learning disability mm-hmm. for because of those speeds. Yeah. Sometimes I have to stand up on the middle of the road to stop them. Otherwise wow, yeah, yeah. They, they can have an accident because we don't they don't have enough control. Also I give them Examples, how the older people were, they found it very difficult to cross the road. How I use the body language as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do double job. Yeah, you're basically,
3: (laughs) you're a speed bump. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so yes, we did this action where people shared their testimony. So Evelyn, you shared, Mm -hmm. you said about your experience as a support worker. We had different members of the group sort of going around one at a time, didn't we? I um, know so, yeah.
0: Yeah. we got them To commit to our campaign Didn't we? Which was yeah. a really good Outturn. Yeah, we, we also had Pictures of various Incidents that are taking place in Lockleys And again, mm. testimonies on Like a board at the Back that they could see But I think that the testimonies were Really, really powerful Because you can always argue Statistics and Facts and figures and funding But you can't argue against how people feel yeah when they feel scared or nervous or worried you can't argue against it because that's how people do feel
3: yeah especially you know having someone face you and say that's my experience and yeah especially whenever everything's all over emails or on the phone or letters it's like makes a big More of an impact One of the highlights for me Was actually the the Grand Prix that we did The action So someone in the group came up with An idea of holding a Grand Prix Like racing car event Just to kind of make fun of the fact that Lockleys was like a racing track That's what a lot of people here say So What we did was got Acorn members to take part in A different like egg and spoon race Different like jumping race Slow
0: Um, walking race Yeah
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, and and the kids as well, and it was really nice. Just that it was like a really sunny day as well. It was a really nice day, but also we invited the cabinet member for transport, and he did, he ap- apparently he was busy, so he couldn't come. But I think that also helped us bring him to that meeting, didn't it? Because it's a bit embarrassing if we're sort of like publicly inviting him to a lovely sports day. Yeah, um, so that was quite fun, and we made some really nice flags, and as well, that was good.
0: We went round with the police mm. to have a look around the area as part of one of the results we got from meeting the police and crime commissioner. And yeah, we, we got w-
3: them to commit to putting more of the speed monitoring vans in area, which has just started, actually, I saw in the news the other day, actually, they've started putting more of them around here. Which is
0: yeah, different. and other things as well. But yeah, we're being driven round by the police lady in her private vehicle, obviously, within the speed limit. And just right in front of the school, we got overtaken by a pizza delivery driver on his scooter. Oh. And he had the misfortune to stop a few houses above, so... She was saying, oh, I'll, I'll have to let you go because I haven't got blue lights. I can't pursue you. But then when he stopped, she said, right, I'll have you. So he, he got three points on his licence, which so, yeah, not my highlight, time. but it amused me.
3: Yeah, one by one.
0: We've got the police crime commissioner promising to, well, they have started looking at this area. They're trying to assess what how big the problem is by Doing various monitoring exercises. Yeah. We have connections now to the PC, the police community support officers in the area. So we have somebody to go to if there's a, you know, a real consistent problem with, say, a single speeding driver. We Mm -hmm. we can actually tell somebody about it who we know. Yeah. We've made contact with our councillors. We have a route to some council funding Mm -hmm. for improvement measures over the next three months, which we'll be putting in bids for.
3: They sort of signed on paper, didn't they, to commit to prioritising anti-speeding measures in, mm-hmm. in that funding, like, you know, because we asked them to, to put that through, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a very powerful when they have already looked yeah. into the one Is yeah. I think they agree with that campaign, but obviously I think it took that push to kind of get them to be doing some more specific action. And now we've kind of got them on the case really strongly going to all the, you know, due yeah. to our campaign and carrying on over the last year and a bit. They know that they, they can't stop for breath
0: yeah. <laughs> without so keep, us
3: being on their case. Keeping them busy.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think Police and Crime Commissioner as well was probably mm. quite a high level person mm. to get to come to a little community Like Lockley's. Yeah, he's
3: for the whole of county, isn't it? Yeah, he's a
0: busy guy, and he turned up for us. And he has, you know, we've met with the chief, what's it? The officer who's in charge of speeding monitoring for the southwest, or that his area. And we've met with her, which wouldn't have happened if we hadn't campaigned. I don't Mm -hmm. think they would have shown any interest. And because we've that got that place.
3: backing of community organisation rather than it, if you're just one person, you're a that you don't, you might not even get a reply. But yeah. so I think it's that persistence as well. Like once they've you've, you've got them face to face and you do that, I think that is a natural like emotional response and a sort of a pressure from a group to to say, OK, yeah, we'll see what we can do, try and find out a way to do it. But I think in terms of getting them there, like a lot of that was, I mean, Rosie, who's the chair of the group, she rang up the office for the police commissioner like every few days, I think, and, and yeah. just kept pushing for it. So it's often keeping that that pressure on, isn't it?
0: Yeah, pester yeah. power. Pester Some, power. has, I think, sometimes a very, you know...
3: Yeah, in addition... What do you think was has been the most difficult part of the campaign?
0: It's knowing that people want to help you but don't have the funding to be able to. And I find that hard when you kind of win something and they can, yeah, you see the willing, the intent there, but funding isn't always in place. But that's also just a challenge. And you think, well, if we don't get it one way, we're going to go out and get it another way. Yeah. And yeah, you just got to pick yourself up and uh, dust yourself off and get back on with it because I'm going to give up. But yeah, it can be sometimes you think you really think you've nailed something and it doesn't quite work out how you want to. But then there's something else comes from that, that you can approach problem in a different way and get what you want Mm. in a more circuitous route than you were (laughs) intending, maybe.
1: The speed campaign is important to me about how they bring people together Mm. and then they're working as a team. So it is easy to get a solution when you working in a group mm. because they bring their knowledge in they mix it their own knowledge yeah and then when they mix knowledge, their knowledge and skills they they became wiser so they everyone became easily wise and to get a, a solution is easily mm. to achieve to achieve what they want to be what you want to do yeah. and if it is the problem is easier as well to diagnose what is the problem mm. how to get how to achieve
3: how to to move
1: this barrier how to fight with those bottles
3: yeah it's like the speeding campaign is just one campaign, but the, the kind of way that we're acting together mm. is something which we we'll, can use mm. for other things yeah, to make us more powerful. E- yeah, powerful
1: for everyone when you bring together ideas and knowledge and
3: yeah,
1: even wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Highlight of being on Econ members is meeting new people and finding ways to change their lives. Yeah, because when we put a pressure on government on the councillors, councillors has already done something anyway. So, yeah, this one is the highlight for me. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yes, like that way of coming together with other people you might not normally Mm. have met in the area.
0: So often we just go to work, live our lives in our houses, and we don't really know people around us. And it's been a really good chance to know people who are sort of outside normal social circle.
3: Yeah, a lot of these places, it's almost like you're all living in the same area, but you don't have that sense of knowing other people in the... Yeah.
0: Community. And-
1: yes. Today is what I have a saying is, I have been doing for knocking doors as well. When I met with the people, I get a lot of ideas and some information. They can make something change and then we can make mm. changing something
3: wrong. <laughs> What has been the highlight for you of being an Acorn member?
0: Meeting a brilliant bunch of people. Oh.
3: that's,
0: that's simple. Oh, <laughs> that's,
3: that's that's nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest, for me, finding ways to change their the people's their lives, yeah. I like that, and meeting new people, getting new ideas, new information, connect with yes uh, Yeah. It's, the special, those that the way we can help people because these days people need help, need support. So anyone who could, they need to do it.
3: Yeah, yeah. there are people. There's there. something for everyone to do, isn't there yeah, To be honest, yes. Yeah, yeah. So what other? So we've done this campaign about speeding. There's a few things that will carry on from that this year, but I think we want to be moving on to something else in Lockleys What other? issues would you like to see acorn campaigning on family issues
1: hmm. yeah the family issues like domestic violence yeah maybe we're kind of focusing on there is the people who living in a very difficult life and yeah. then they are hard to keep going
3: in the pain yeah of
1: course yeah in the
3: pain and so
1: yeah domestic violence
3: i think there's often a big link with housing because if you're stuck a lot of people especially in bristol if they're stuck in a, a bad relationship it's very hard to That's manage why,
1: that one is the yeah for yeah
3: domestic violence it's hard and to then leave you don't
1: the, have somewhere to go especially yeah. the women i think equine must be adding on because the women are essential for everything so we can start in the local leaves and then maybe can grow over the world because domestic violence is this is affecting more the women, mm. not here, everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah, they are they are suffering, and then they, they, their children are suffering more. God has already trust us to to make a human being and they trust the women to carrying babies and things. So, that's why the women must be a priority. So,
3: yeah, yeah that are... would be, I think that's you know. It's like the bigger that we get, the more different things mm. that we can take action on, especially when it comes to putting, making sure that the government is prioritizing a lot of these mm. things, which mm. at the moment they're not putting, they're not putting the money in towards these you know like they domestic are, violence yeah, they or, are suffer for yeah. everything
1: they are not able to work yeah. because of the way they look after the children yeah. they are not able to pay
3: the rent mm. those children are suffer even in many ways yeah mm. all the issues are connected aren't they yeah, yeah. Mm. and what about you Adrian is there anything you'd want to see ACORN campaign on like maybe more
0: maybe in Lockleys we could do more And I've not particularly been involved to date on eviction resistance Mm. because I have heard that Acorn is very much feared by bailiffs and landlords, i.e., if a landlord wants to evict somebody and Acorn gets involved, they do tend to change their minds a little bit.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, All these, there's those kind of things that happen locally, there's bigger issues like in the city and nationally, I think. Mm. That's why, I mean, that's why I joined Acorn. Initially was because Yeah to, I kind of liked how You could do things Locally and city-wide And yeah. change things Nationally Changing with the government
0: Yeah Well city-wise The Bigging Wars campaign Has mm. really grown legs Hasn't it and Yeah
3: So we've got a new campaign In bristol to end, end the process where people ask to pay more than the asking price or when they rent so for example kind of having to compete with other renters to who will bid the mm. highest and win it like an auction except you don't know what other people are bidding so that's something which we've just started for the whole city just yeah before we wrap up what's your message to acorn members across the world fighting for a better life
0: don't give up never ever give up
3: For me, the message
1: I can leave for Econ members is keep bringing people together. Don't forget in the world there is people, things, animals, no difference. So everyone Econ is bringing together which one is very good. Mm -hmm. So those negativities are not going to dominate it. If we think is one is a person not different. Yeah, everyone the positive. The, part of the, yeah, the, the positive is is we become supernatural. Nice. <laughs> well, well
3: um, done both of blessed, you. Be all. Great to hear from both of you, and hope that's something to learn for people in different acorn groups. I'm gonna be excited to hear from other other interviews, different countries, different mm. cities. You guys, are, you set the bar high. I'll <laughs> we well, the first.
4: Done. Yeah
3: no we're not we're not wow and uh, you wanted to say happy new year to everyone and happy new year to everyone and then
2: not the first but definitely not the worst that was really great very exciting and inspiring we love to hear what's going on in Lockley's transition music by Eliza Eden's link to her stuff in the episode description thank you for listening Subscribe, leave us a review, keep on fighting the good fight to take what's ours.